yes, yes. Welcome back, beautiful people, to yet another spicy episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Summit and Thunmit, we're back. What up, Summit? What's going on, bro? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Tired, man. Tired of this fucking quarantine. I need to get out of my house. <laughs> I feel you on that shit, man. I feel you. It seems like there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully, things are going to start opening up soon. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Yeah, I mean, all the medical professionals that are like on TV or wherever, they're all saying it's a bad idea because it's happening too soon. We're not going to see uh, a good result out of this. Like, we're, the numbers are going to go up again. We're going to see a second wave. I'm just like, yo, fuck. If yeah. this second wave comes, we're all fucked, and not just from a health perspective, economically as well, man. It's it's going to be yeah. It's going to hit us worse. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing a lot of news and a lot of people are talking about like how, you know, they're saying that the cases are, are definitely not like steadily growing still, right. but the hospital hospitalizations are going down. Like there's not as many people hospitalized mm-hmm. because of it. Um, what I'm hearing is basically like people that are in charge are like, fuck the old people, let them die. Like that's that's kind of like what I'm hearing. I'm just like, yo, like I think they understand. I think they've kind of like grasped the concept that you know, uh, majority people will get it, but majority people will also recover from it. And then people with pre-existing conditions and people uh, that are higher at risk will basically die from it. And they're like, yeah, that's cool with us. We we just need the economy to get back up. And I'm like, yo, what? Seriously? Yeah, man. So I don't know, man. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. It's definitely like a very interesting, tough time, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, for everyone. And it's, it's, it's crazy, man. I'm ready for it to be over, but. I don't. I don't want to rush into reopening shit either. You know what That's I mean? That's the thing. Man. I don't know. I'm afraid. I'm. Gonna, I'm still going to be cautious, obviously, and I hope other people who are listening and yeah. even those who are not listening right now will be cautious, <laughs> right? Because yeah, man, it's just like a, such a risky thing to be playing around with right now. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, but anyway. We have more important things to talk about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Our job for this podcast is to try and keep things lighthearted, to try and entertain you guys, uh, because there's plenty of, you know, sad news out there, and there's plenty of uh, shit out there to, to give you anxiety and give you worry and give you stress, and that's not what we're here for. We're here to brighten your day up a little bit. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, if you're joining us and you you haven't heard the last few episodes, we've been covering this crazy, <laughs> crazy beef that's been going on in the Punjabi music industry between Sidhu Museala and the Brown Boys camp. And uh, what is the latest development? Summit, do you want to fill them in? Oh, God. What, do I even know the latest development? <laughs> so, well, the latest development is basically... I think the back and forth has calmed down quite a bit, right? Like they're not. Hasn't it stopped altogether? I haven't seen any videos of like Sonny Walton going live or Sidhu Musiala going live and uh, you know like uh, talking shit or whatever. Uh, I have seen some tweets and stuff here and there, uh, but nothing crazy. I think what put an end to a lot of it was. Sidhu came out with an album. Yeah. He just dropped an album, like literally overnight. I think it was like a day or two after the after their last 
like interaction and then out of nowhere it was like oh yeah here go stream my entire album on youtube Boom. <laughs> <laughs> now that actually you and mentioned it there was a response from sonny malton was there so he went on instagram live <clears throat> he was talking to mm-hmm. i guess Sidhu or whatever but essentially what he was trying to say was look you know we had this beef or whatever it is two of the songs that you put on your album are produced by big bird right right and on top of that like obviously this was a leak this wasn't like an official release that Sidhu Musiala put out this was this right. leaked first and then he decided well it's already leaked now I might as well just you know officially put oh, it out wow. right? so even this album leaked first yeah and so then Sonny's oh, wow. point was you know I've been like we haven't been in communication you we obviously don't have this music so I, who could have leaked it if it wasn't us you know what I mean <laughs> kind of being like you know we told you so kind of thing right yeah and that's the last wow. i heard of it oh the other funny thing that happened was he uh, his album's called snitches get stitches oh yeah and he he misspelled stitches <laughs> when he released oh, it really? and then sonny malton called him out on it and then he fixed it so what he forgot <laughs> that, the second that, t he forgot the second T. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Um, yo, but shout out to our boy Amr Sandhu. Uh, Amr Sandhu is the only feature on this album on a song called Flop Song. Um, so shout out to him. Go check out the album. Let us know what you think. Uh, it's out now on all the streaming platforms, too, I believe. Um, I, I know it was like late to get onto Spotify and stuff like that. That's where I, I listen to my music. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, overall, I haven't really heard the album front to back like that. Um, it was kind of slow, and I just haven't been in the mood for slow music. Right. Uh, and so I've heard the two tracks that I really fuck with are Pittal, uh, which oddly enough is the one that's produced, one of the ones that's produced by Big Bird, and uh, Flop Song, which is uh, produced uh, by Amar Sandhu and features Amar Sandhu. Um, those two I really fuck with on the on the album. Those are some good tracks, but I haven't heard the rest of them. Uh, have you had a chance to listen to the rest of it? Considering that those are the only two songs I've heard, um, and it's because <laughs> of you. <laughs> well, Pitol I heard because of you, and like the flop song I had heard because of Omer. But uh, yeah, those are the only two songs I've heard. So like those are the only two songs I actually kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, funny story about flop songs. So. Uh, I was, uh, so Sidhu was on tour last year, the North America tour, the America tour, whatever. And, uh, they came to DC. Uh, so when they came to DC the night before the concert, Amr was like, Amr and his cousin, uh, my boys, JT, uh, they were like, yo, come to the hotel. We're all just chilling. We're hanging out. I was like, okay, cool. So I pulled up to the hotel, um, I go to Amr's room and Amr's like, yo, I'm just kind of like working on a song. Just come chill, hang out. I was like, all right, cool. So I'm sitting in this room. Amr's like recording this track and he's like, you know, creating the beat and laying down some vocals and things like that. And then uh, Sidhu walks in the, ro- in the room and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> it's Sidhu Musayala. <laughs> like, holy fuck. <laughs> I don't get starstruck often. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really get. Um, I don't really, I don't really fanboy or whatever. Damn, bro, you're older but than him. I know, I know, dude. <laughs> That's the <laughs> weird part, right? But I was like, you know, for a second, I was like, oh shit, like I really fuck with this guy. Like his music is fucking dope. Like, I, so, so he walks in the room. He's like, he's like 24, I think, at the time. Last year, he must have been like 24, 25. He's not, 
He's like pretty young. Um, but he's a very like innocent type guy. You know, he's not really as gangster as, as he comes off yeah. in his music. He's kind of shy, kind of quiet. Uh, complete opposite is, of what his music like portrays yeah. him as, right? Like complete yeah. opposite. <laughs> It's weird. You're like, wait, are you even uh, the same person? <laughs> but here's the fucking part that's so ingenious about him is like, so Amr's like, hey, this is what I have so far. And he's like, do you want to lay something down? He's like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. And Amr hands him the mic. He plays the beat. And Sidhu just goes off and records a whole verse. And I don't, I didn't, I never saw him looking at a phone, looking at a notebook, looking at a piece of paper. Like he just straight, I'm, I'm pretty sure he just freestyled this shit. And then he was like, all right, bro, we're done. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, did he just do this shit in two takes and it's done? Like it's over. Jeez. Do you know, do you and remember the, now if like what he spit that night is the same as what ended up on the, on the yeah. track? For sure. Yeah. 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 100%. Damn. I remember it. Cause I remember when I was hearing it, I was like, it sounds kind of weird, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Cause on the flop song, he's like, I'm a boss. Plus oh yeah. I remember claws. that part. I'm like, this is kind of awkward. <laughs> it is kind of awkward. Wait, so I have a question. But, Why is it called flop song? Do you know? Um, I remember actually, I think I remember him saying that in that, in that room too. He's, and they were like, yo, what should we call it? And somebody, I forget if it's Amar or Sidhu, it's like, yeah, it's just call it Flop Song, Flop Song. <laughs> we all got really excited. We're like, yo, it's called the Flop Song. <laughs> <laughs> this shit sucks. But it, was no, <laughs> it was great, man. It, it's it's kind of cool to kind of see, you know, um, something in, in that like sort of inception stage and then have it, have it, you know, out to the world. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, that was awesome. It's a good experience. <laughs> Speaking of uh, snitches get stitches, uh, six nine is out of jail, <laughs> and, <laughs> and this motherfucker went live on Instagram and got two million viewers. I didn't That's even insane. know Instagram's servers could handle two million viewers viewing a live video. Like what the fuck? I feel, two like, million, I feel like Instagram two knew as soon as he was out that they would have to prepare the servers because he would be utilizing live. <laughs> They're like, hey, Dev, 6 9 is coming back. Yeah. <laughs> prepare the extra servers. <laughs> what company is this? <laughs> it's Facebook, bro. They're all brown. <laughs> Mark said that 6 9 is coming. <laughs> Who is he? Um, I don't know. He's like the boogeyman. <laughs> I'm dead. He's the boogeyman. I don't know, man. He looks like a Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Duke came back, released a track with a music video uh, called Gooba. Gooba. Which uh, it bangs, bro. It bangs. Stop I know you it. don't like it, but it's Stop it's, it. it's a it's a it's a good song. <laughs> okay, it's not a good song, do, but it bangs. Tell me one thing. Listen to that song and tell me what he's talking about. I'm back. You mad? Big mad? <laughs> like he doesn't. That's all I remember. He, he's That's not all even I remember. spitting sentences. <laughs> he's literally spitting words. 
and you're like, yo, this is fire. No, I can't do that. Yeah. Man. Like, I know I listen to mumble rap or whatever you want to call it, but at least that has some more substance to what he's been saying. <laughs> I guess. I'm like, just as, um, just as like you thought that 2020 couldn't get any worse. <laughs> this dude comes out of jail, starts being the exact same person he was before. Right. Yeah. It's like he's talking mad shit on Instagram, dude. He's like calling, he's like calling out stuff. Like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You can't even leave your house. Who are you calling out? You know what I mean? <laughs> but the other thing is, is uh, he on a, Yeah. Is he on house arrest? Yeah, he's that's that was like the condition of his release that he has to remain on house arrest arrest because the reason he was released early is because of COVID. Oh, right, so that okay, gotcha. you know people in the prison system are more susceptible to it because they're always in such close encounter, right. uh, uh, whatever areas, right? Spaces. Yeah. But so I don't know if you heard this. He has to, uh, being that he's in house arrest, he had to like you know figure out where he was gonna live. So he ended up in Long Island somewhere, and some twelve-year-old okay. girl, right, saw him. For, she was like a neighbor of his, saw him yeah. like flexing on his like deck or patio or whatever with like <laughs> cat like stacks of cash and like shirtless and like whatever like taking pictures and shit yeah. right so she yeah. took a snap of it and goes oh i guess i know where six nine is right oh shit so the thing is this dude who snitched and yeah. people are out there trying to give him those stitches right <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're literally out there trying to get to him yeah and now his address is potentially public Right. Oh wow! Damn. Obviously, put that puts him in a, in a lot of danger. Right. Yeah. So he had to pack up real quick and get Shit. out of there. Really? Yeah. So he moved again. He moved somewhere else. I don't know if he's got another oh, house wow. where he's staying. What the what the terms are based on his like release or whatever that is. But yeah, he's he had to get up and dip <laughs> just because he yeah. got recognized <laughs> by some twelve year old girl. <laughs> 12-year-old girls out here ruining man's life. <laughs> Yo, could you imagine being that 12-year-old girl? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's so weird, though. That's fucking hilarious. I mean, it makes sense because, like, everyone is home. So, like, literally, like, if you're out in your balcony, chances are other people are out there looking out of their balconies because right. there ain't shit else to do. Nobody's out. Everybody's home. Kind of. I don't know. Um, there was, like, some... There were some pictures and stuff that came out. I think uh, we might have already talked about, you know, people out in the parks and shit and yeah, in yeah. San Francisco and New York and shit like that. So people are kind of out there, not really staying home, but whatever. Um, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> that's yeah. fucking hilarious, though, that he is having to move again. Imagine having to live like that. Yeah. Oh, you know what else is fucking funny? Uh, that I found out. I found out that a nonprofit turned down his donation. <laughs> Yo, what? Hold on. Uh, I gotta read this again. So it said that um, there was uh, what is it? Kids, uh, no kids hungry, or something like that. Yeah. Or uh, what is the name of the charity? Hold on, charity six nine. How do you freaking spell six nine? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i found this article this shit was hilarious to me no kid hungry okay so the no kid hungry campaign has declined two hundred thousand dollars from six nine yep. claiming that their their mission doesn't align with with him 
Yo, good for that charity, bro. Is it though? Yeah, man. I feel like we ta- didn't we talk about this last episode where we were talking about charities and we we're talking about you know how celebrities and and sometimes people other other people also do things and basically publicize them because they want to improve their reputation in the public's eye, right? Yeah. And so I don't know if this is I don't know if this is why he did it. It seems. You know, somebody that just snitched on a bunch of people <laughs> was recently in the news for a lot of bad things, just coming out of jail, trying to restart a life. It it would seem like the kind of thing that he would do as a PR thing, right? Like, let me donate to a charity just to kind of like make good on my name again. And then out of nowhere, the charity's like, yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. He's, for for the lack of substance in his music, he yeah. actually is a very smart individual in terms of, you know, his marketing and what he does yeah. in that in that space, right? Because think about yeah. it, he had to have known what his plans were going to be as soon as he got out. He's like, "Yo, I'm going to release a song. Oh yeah, I'm going to release yeah. a video, right? I'm going to go yeah. on Instagram Live. I'm going to create a bunch of hype before those drop, right? Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, I'm going to donate a large chunk of money to show these other rappers down that aren't doing yeah. anything with the money that they do have." Right, which right, is something right, that right. he did. He called out a bunch of rappers, and he's like, "Yo, where are where's any of you guys? Like, how why have none of you guys shown yeah. up to do this or whatever?" Right? They said, "Yo, I'm yeah. donating two hundred thousand dollars." So, yes, very self serving agenda there, in my opinion. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but seems he, like it. Yeah. But he's got a point to a to an extent as well, right? Like, why aren't other rappers who are claiming that they're the king of New York, so quote unquote, or you know they're so successful? Why are not why aren't they the ones who are like leading the charge and being philanthropic in this type of way instead of this dude who just got out of jail? And, and I get like he's yeah. repairing his image and all that. Yeah, yeah. But why is he, this guy, why does he actually have a point here is the, is the question at all? Well, or, or like you said, maybe they are doing all that stuff and not publicizing it and because they're not doing it for you know the sake of publicity and whatever maybe they are donating money and we just don't know so that, <laughs> there's another sort of dilemma there to discuss so you mean that the charity is actually accepting it but publicly they're saying they're not taking it no no you're talking about other rappers you're saying look why are other rappers other rappers or other celebrities not donating right. i'm saying maybe they are oh. but they're not publicizing their philanthropic efforts like because like you said you don't want to seem like you know you're donating or doing good just for the sake of your own uh reputation right, right. so maybe they're maybe they're not maybe, publicizing yeah, it. maybe they're you, not doing you might it. have a point you might have a point. Still, right? there's, though, there's no way to really still know. Still, though, $200,000 for a charity <laughs> to turn down is like, what the fuck? No, $200,000, bro. But think about it, right? If you're doing something that yeah. um, has to do with helping another person, right? Yeah. You have to kind of know what's going to happen with that, right? Like, think about this. Okay. Yeah. Let, me, let me put it in a better perspective. Let's say you're you're trying to gain something, you're trying to attain something, but there's somebody out there who you just mm-hmm. don't like, right? Or you don't get along yeah. with, or whatever the case might be, is trying to be kind to you and give you a favor. Are you just right. going to blindly take that favor? Or are you going to say, hey, if I take this favor, what does this mean? What does this imply? Mm. Do I feel yeah. indebted to that person, right? So similarly with, with a charity, it's going to seem like if we 
except this guy who's literally snitch or whatever has been very controversial yeah, yeah. figure. He's a you know been right. a, a, accused as a pedophile in the past as well, and I, right. I believe might have been uh, found guilty of that too. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, um, I personally don't care because it's so not yeah, but anyway. that's what they said. They said as a child focused campaign is our it is our policy to decline funding from donors whose activities do not align with our mission and values. And then he was res- he responded, never seen something so cruel. <laughs> <laughs> and then he deleted his post. He tried to make it seem That's- like they were taking food out of kids' mouths by denying the donation. Yeah, right? denying the donation. But like you don't want to sell yourself out by aligning and accepting a donation from this dude. You get what I mean? Yeah. I guess I see that. I, I see that from the charity standpoint. And like, I guess to a, uh, to a certain extent, like charities and nonprofits also need to have um, standards for who they can accept money from, yeah. you know, and protect themselves. Cause like they, they might have other bigger donors look at this transaction and be like yo really you're gonna take two hundred thousand dollars from somebody whose values don't agree with yours like i'm i'm over here trying to give you a million dollars but now i don't know you're just taking money for the sake of taking money you don't you know i i I can see that okay i get that right because pr is a huge thing man the way you're perceived publicly is it it goes a long way and i think it it could potentially affect i mean it's not a business it's a charity but it could it could affect the charitable do- donations that they do receive because you know if they don't handle it properly their current donors who regularly donate to them some of them might be upset they might lose out on that money too i get that i 100% get that you know what 69 if you really want to do some good shit do that shit anonymously just drop off a check anonymously and don't fucking announce that shit and don't do it for pr you know, just fucking donate the money if you really feel like donating money. Don't make it about you. But, you know, that's the problem with how kids today think, right? And I mean kids yeah. like, you know, kids that are younger than us. People that are younger yeah, yeah, than yeah. us. Yeah. Because they treat social media differently, right? Because of that social media mindset, it's why would I do something like that if I don't tell people about it, right? And mm. this is what, you know, I, I'm sure the reason you brought this up today is also to uh, relate it back to last week's topic where we talked about when is charity charity versus what is charity publicity, right? Right, right, right. right. So I think it's pretty clear here what the case is. Um, but here's the that's thing. What I do I, with the, that's what I do with the gym. Like, I, <laughs> I have to put it on social media. <laughs> like, I need you to know I work out. Otherwise, yeah, if, I, it's, you know, if you don't post it on real. social media, did you really even go? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what, I've been saying that for at least a decade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I was reading more into the the article. Apparently, he had charges of sex, uh, child sex offenses in 2015. So yeah. that makes perfect sense. Exactly, it makes perfect sense. Like I, um, I get his intention is in the right place, but the problem is yeah. there's way too many variables in the middle that make it seem like it has nothing to do with just giving. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. If it was, uh, do that shit anonymously, bro. Yeah. Don't you don't need to announce that shit to the world. You know, if you really feel like doing some good in the world, just do it without your name attached to it. Um, yo, know, um, on Netflix, I just watched uh, Michelle Obama's Becoming documentary. Have you seen that? I have not. I was gonna ask you about it actually because you did tell me you saw it. Yeah, dude, it's good. It's really good. It was really refreshing to like 
revisit that administration because it was such a like feel good administration. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, it was a feel good time in America, at least for at least for us people that agree with their administration, right? Right, right. Um, clearly not everyone agreed with that administration, which is why we have the current administration. Uh, so I can't speak for everyone. But yeah, uh, it was really cool and refreshing to see that documentary, man. She's so inspiring, Michelle Obama. Um, it was like, uh, you know, partly, you know, it had like... Um, shots of her basically like revisiting her childhood home uh some like interviews and stuff from her mom and her family and then a lot of behind the scenes of her tour so she did like a big tour with the book uh and like sold out arenas and and shit like within minutes basically yeah. um and so that was really cool to kind of see the see the whole behind the scenes of everything uh, very inspiring documentary. I recommend it. Uh, definitely recommend it to, to to people. So if you're on Netflix, make sure you check that out. Yeah, I remember you saying that uh, watching it had you feel in some type of way. I was feeling some type of way. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for putting me on the spot. Uh, ain't no shame in my game, man. Was crying tears. Okay, I was definitely shed a couple thug tears. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how long is it? So you're saying it's worth it's, watching, but how long is it? It's not super long. I think it's only like 60 or 90 minutes max, I think. Oh, okay, that's I not forget. bad. But it's not bad at all, yeah. It's not like a Bollywood movie where you have to watch it in three parts. <laughs> like, I'm going to watch the first hour today, another hour tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it's not point. like that. Yeah. I, I can't no, remember the last time I watched a Bollywood movie, but anyway. Um, speaking of movies... I've been mm-hmm. having this thought, like, yo, movie theaters have always, or not always, have already kind of been struggling, but pre-COVID, right? Yeah. Now, obviously, with lockdown, people aren't going to watch movies in theaters, and a lot, I haven't even noticed any new movies or, like, trailers or teasers or whatever coming out that are potentially for, like, wide release in movie theaters, right? All yeah. I've been seeing is stuff that gets released on streaming uh, sites, have you noticed yeah, the same? well, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense because there's no way, there's no place to release right. them. <laughs> they can't be like in theaters near you while your theaters are closed. <laughs> in theaters near you, whenever your lockdown ends. <laughs> no, there's been a lot of content coming out on the streaming platforms. I feel like what happened in the film industry is basically that everybody that was sitting on films that were going to go to Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, whatever, like those deals were kind of like rushed. They're like, all right, let's fucking cut this deal. Let's get it out. Like, you know, everything that was on the, the stacks that were on the table were like, yo, let's push these through because every streaming service realized that we're about to see a huge spike in viewership. And so I think those films basically got pushed through the pipeline hella fast and all the other films that are set for, you know, theater releases are basically just sitting there collecting dust now. And that's going to be very interesting because we don't know when theaters are going to open again. And even when they do, we don't know if people are going to flock to them. We don't, you know, 
people might people might buy like three seats at a time just to, just for social distancing purposes. <laughs> <laughs> like, are these seats taken? Yup. Uh, I need this for social distance. <laughs> so it's, they're not selling seats anymore. Right? They're selling like spaces, <laughs> areas. Yeah. This area is mine. <laughs> Six foot bubble is yours. <laughs> but so there uh, is it's going to be very interesting. Like, yeah. So fast the new Fast and Furious movie, Fast 9 or whatever, that was supposed to yeah. come out this year. Oh, was it? And it okay. got pushed to next year. Thank God. Just just cancel that movie for hey, God's sake. Did, Stop hey. making Fast and Furious movies. Bro, Nobody is watching we those. We did some work on that movie, so no, fuck that. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I need that for, for that to come out, bro. <laughs> okay, after that, please. Yeah, after that, please. it's fine. <laughs> I think I watched like Tokyo Drift. Um, I watched the first one and then I watched Tokyo Drift. I think Tokyo Drift was number two, I believe. Was it two or three? I forget. I, but then. Yeah, I don't remember. Then the only one I watched after that was the one where Paul Walker dies. Sorry for the spoiler. <laughs> for anybody that it's hasn't. It's not a spoiler. Up. He died in real life, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the one where he dies in the movie, too. Um, so you probably that one. you haven't followed the storyline then because every movie hell connects. no 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 I have not stopped I do not care for that storyline so it's so stupid as a challenge right everybody's yeah. doing challenges in quarantine as a challenge I pose to you I need Stop. you to watch all of Stop. that entire <laughs> series in order one time no. And you cannot watch anything else in between until you finished the last one. Where are where are they even? Do I have to buy a pack of DVDs from Walmart.com? Like where do, where I, do will, I I will find them for you. <laughs> for <laughs> free. Definitely not on Netflix. For free, don't worry. Okay, okay I'll find you them for send you. Me, you can send me to a link on the dark web. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> But you will have access to those movies, okay? I need for you to watch all those movies in order. Just one time all the way through. Dude, that's like 14 hours of, of film time, That probably. is a complete direct flight to India amount of time. 100%. <laughs> oh, my God. The thing is, I don't even like cars like that. That's the thing. <laughs> like... <laughs> I remember when I bought my new car, Some one of my friends was talking to me. He's like, yeah, you like your car? I'm like, yeah, it's all right. He's like, he started asking me all these questions about it. And I was like, dude, like, I just drive it, man. Like, I don't know <laughs> shit about this thing. Don't ask yeah, me. I'm not sitting here thinking about taking it apart. <laughs> yeah, don't ask me what kind of suspension it has. That's why I get screwed over every time I go get an oil change. I think they see that in my eyes. They like look. They look right past me. They're. I'm like. I'd show up and I'd be like, "Hey, I'd like an oil change because the light's on." They'd be like, "Oh yeah, we got you now, yeah, bitch." Yeah. Oh, you. You also need a new AC filter. You also need to get your, your whatever. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, this motherfucker comes back. He's like, "Yeah, your bill's gonna be four hundred and seventy-five dollars." I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I came here for a twenty-five dollar oil change, man. Fine, here, swipe my card. Just leave me alone. Just don't. <laughs> Just fix it. I don't know what's wrong. Just fix it. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I get fucked. I get fucked every time I go to one of those oil change spots. Bro, if anybody asks you anything about parts, just say it's stock and let them just imagine yeah. that. That's it, right? That's all you need to say. It's stock. Whatever it came with is yeah. what it has. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy, man. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with movie theaters. Um, 
I feel like somebody was telling me some of them are filing for bankruptcy or some shit like that. Like, is AMC filing for bankruptcy? Or what? I don't even know, man. I, I feel like there's so many, yeah. there is a lot of companies now filing bankruptcy as a result of uh, yeah. this downturn that we've seen in the, in the economy. Uh, just recently, I, I don't know if I was telling you or not, but uh, Neiman Marcus, which is a you know large uh, luxury uh, branded, uh, what's it called, department store, they yeah. filed for bankruptcy. J. Crew Damn. filed for bankruptcy, and I believe J.C. Really? Penney and Sears are right behind them, uh, potentially wow. having to do the same. Which is crazy, man. I feel like these are like wow. some stores that I grew up going to, whenever I yeah. go to a mall or somewhere, right? And so now they're just no longer going to exist. I want. I'm trying to understand like why that is, especially for J. Crew. I feel like. J. Crew's target audience is online, so if their if their if their stores if their brick and mortars are not doing well, shouldn't that be offset by the online sales? Why would they be going bankrupt? So the reason is because, uh, at least from what I know about the situation, it's simply right now because of the fact that they have so many brick and mortar stores. Mm, like there's okay. too many. Too many, to be able yeah. to compensate or be compensated by just online shopping. So none of those leases are being pardoned or exactly. none of those like, yeah, okay, gotcha. Damn, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, you're right. Neiman Marcus, JCPenney, J. Crew, all those like, they're big fucking, yep. they're big box stores, right? Exactly. Um, damn, that's crazy. But we have seen on the, on the, on the, on the, other side of this we have seen e-commerce just sort of you know fly off the charts yep. e-commerce is doing extremely well yep. uh news came out that shopify stock is like doing fucking brilliantly well yep. i don't know why i never bought this stock i should have bought it because i've been with shopify for like 11 what no seven years right. now <laughs> to give people a perspective into like what kind of growth we're talking about for shopify their yeah. stock price was Roughly three sixty seven, about a month ago. Three sixty three hundred sixty seven dollars. Yes, somewhere around there. Yes. What yeah. is it today? Uh, hold on, let me <coughs> check. Last I saw was like seven thirty something. Hey, let's find out. Uh, seven sixty four. Seven sixty four. So that's right. There wow. is a four hundred point increase. Holy shit. Which is a return you don't see very often. That's like a unicorn wow. type growth, right? What am I doing? <laughs> what is any of, what are any of us doing, man? Why? How many of us are what actually investing in Shopify? Uh, oh my god. I should be the one investing in it because I <laughs> that's all I do is work in Shopify. Like, you know what I mean? Bro, write them an oh email. My god. Tell them all the work yeah. you do on <laughs> Shopify to assist them yeah. in their in their endeavors. Maybe they should cut yeah. you like you know point five percent in equity or something. <laughs> <laughs> Some shit, man. You know when they went? You know when they went IPO? They went IPO in like twenty fifteen. Yeah. Uh, for twenty eight dollars a share. Yep. Twenty eight dollars. Five years later, they're at seven sixty four. Do you think there's probably going to be a split soon, huh? Or no? Uh, I don't know. I would have to look at their financials to be able to even know whether yeah. that's even in the plans. I don't know why Wix is fucking doing well. Fuck Wix. This shit is trash. What is Wix? <laughs> Wix is like a 
they try to compete, but they're not really competitors. They're trash. Oh, okay. But they also went IPO for around the same price, around the same exact time, and right now they're at one hundred sixty-six dollars. Interesting. So interesting. Yeah, interesting stuff. Um, that's enough of the finance stuff. <laughs> we've got co- we've covered like every aspect: entertainment, sports. Uh, what's going on in sports? We haven't covered sports. Bro, nothing's been happening in sports. Nobody's playing any sports. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's still a lockdown. No, uh, there's been a lot of like trading and a lot of drafts and shit like that. So there's that's off season stuff is happening. Yeah, I mean the off season stuff has to continue the same, right? Because you have to be prepared for whatever you do restart. But then yeah. the basketball season, NBA season, they're deciding whether they're going to restart it or not and have it play through the summer. Oh wow! And the problem is that. They have to make a call on whether they're going to cancel this season or not, like if they're even going to be able to continue at all. And if they're mm-hmm. not, then they could do a draft lottery, right? So that means like deciding who the first 14 picks of the, vo- uh, of the draft are going to be, what teams. Okay. But you can't do that unless you end the season and all the records for the teams become official, right? Oh. So it's like this dilemma that's like go- they're going back and forth on that they, they're trying to figure out. So do you, we, know, do you know when they're going to make a decision? I have. I think they're going to make that decision in June at some point. Uh, okay. They have been talking about like opening team uh, practice facilities and things like that. So maybe potentially we'll see some rollout again. But I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say at anything at this point. You know, concretely. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Hey, did you um, have you ever done one of those personality tests? Ooh, yes, I have. Like. Oh yeah. Like, like do you know what you the ones yeah, that tells you know? that uh, like what kind of personality yeah. type you are? Yeah. Did what is yours? I'm an E and F J. Yo, I think I'm the same. Are you? Wait. No, I'm an E and F. Fuck, I forget. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I just I just had this. <laughs> <laughs> I just did it like over the weekend. Right. Uh, and I've already forgotten. Um, but I'm a campaigner. You're a campaigner. Okay. You are a campaigner. <laughs> I am a campaigner. What? What is that? I don't know what that means. But when I was reading it, I was like, "Holy shit, this shit's pretty accurate." Yeah, you are definitely <laughs> a campaigner. Like I don't know the exact definition that they're providing, <laughs> but I can just tell you that you are definitely a campaigner. I'm an ENFPT. Okay. So ENFP hyphen T. So I'm an ENFJ hyphen A. Oh, you're an assertive. Yeah. Uh, is is your A assertive? Yes. Right? Okay. It's the same. Okay. Yeah. For T is uh, turbulent, right? Damn, you turbulent. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm turbulent. Apparently. Uh, hold on. I'm gonna look this up again. E N F P. Did you get a breakdown T. of like who like for your specific uh, personality type? Like what you are. What do you mean? So like mine came out with I don't yeah. know what site you used, uh, but the site I had used Six- is. What sixty personalities, person- right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they told me I'm an, uh, I'm a protagonist, right? Okay. But there's five things that uh, I fall under. One is empathizer. One is philomath. Okay. One is thinker, strate- strategist, and believer. Are those your strengths? Is that what you're saying? Those are like my my categories, like categories that I cover within my personality type. So based on my personality, okay. these are the types of things that I have. Say those again. Say those again. So one is empathizer. Yeah. Two is philomath. Three is uh, 
three is. What's a philomath? <laughs> so philomath is somebody who has like undying curiosity, just wants to learn everything and anything. Uh, okay. And that's a hundred percent me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinker. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Thinker, strategist, okay. believer. Thinker, strategist, believer. Yeah, I think I think I agree with all of those. Mine is. Um, I don't know where to find what you're saying, but uh, but under strengths and weaknesses, it says strengths are curious, which I definitely am, uh, observant, energetic, and enthusiastic. Yep. Definitely me. Ex- excellent communicator. Definitely me. Uh, knows how to relax. 100%. <laughs> hey, and the last one, check this out. Very popular and friendly. Hey, what the bam, 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 bam. <laughs> But then the weaknesses are sad. It's like poor practical skills. It's like, fuck you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Find it difficult to focus? Yep. Overthink. Overthinker? Yep. Get stressed easily? Yep. Highly emotional? Why is that a weakness? Why is highly emotional a weakness? I think it's a good thing. I don't know. That's weird. Independent to a fault. I don't know what that means. That means that you would prefer to do things on your own instead of asking for help. Yeah, they loathe being micromanaged and restrained by heavy-handed rules. Yeah. 100% true. Damn. Uh, yeah, I just uh, was bored, and I was like, yo, uh, let me do this, because I haven't done it in a very long time. I can't remember the last time I did this. Um, so I was like, yo, let me just do this again and see what comes up. And then I was comparing the A's versus the T's. So the A's are assertive, and the T's are turbulent, and I, and it's so true. Like, I'm so not assertive when it comes to my shit. Like, <laughs> I'm super passive, and I, I so it makes sense that you're the A and I'm the T. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah, this is what we call balance. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we get along. Uh, yeah, 100%. Um Should we talk about anything else, or should we close it out? Uh, what do you I think? I just got a couple of Tory Lanez leaked tracks. What the fuck? Yeah. You're always getting leaks. Bro, I what get him. I get him to my email. That's why. <laughs> what kind of dark web form are you a part of? I don't know, bro. But anyway, we'll check those out after <laughs> we stop recording. And we'll talk about it on the air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Sounds good. All right, guys. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up here. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast. We're so thankful that you're joined us that you've joined us. Thank you for your patronage. Uh, <laughs> what the hell's going on? You okay? Um, uh, we hope that you're staying safe. We hope that you're staying at home. We hope your loved ones are good and well and safe. Uh, shout out to everybody that is an essential worker. Shout out to all our healthcare workers. Shout out to everyone and anyone except for trump um (laughs) (laughs) just kidding um yeah that's it thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of yet another podcast we'll see you next week um your boys simith and thunmit we're out peace peace